Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday.
Hello, welcome to the Scottish Rugby Podcast. Apologies in advance if you happen to catch, uh, if you're joining us live, uh, we are still in pre-season mode it seems. Uh, we're still working out our patterns, making sure we're getting uh, getting those pods of three sorted, um, all the dodgy calls. Uh, Ian, magnificent. Great to have you along, Ian. <laughs> what, what did I do? What, what <laughs> Never mind. That's that is show business, Ian. Just keep it. No, mind. You're fine. Seriously, what is it? Check the private chat. <laughs> oh, wait, <hang> on. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, that apologies, help, apologies but... to anyone offended by uh, sweary words. Uh, we are obviously not on our Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> and Ian's oh. racking his brain just now. Hey, there's the light bulb. That's um, fine. That's twelve a man. That's all right. Twelve. <laughs> anyway, I, as as you may have heard, I'm joined cool. tonight by Ian Hay. Uh, Ian, how the hell are you? Um, I'm all right, thank you. Um, although befuddled by a part swearing us, I was actually going to have to thought I was going to have to apologise for being off camera because I had I found a bit of food stuck in my teeth just at the end of the song. But I'm actually. <laughs> I managed to get it out with a sticker of some band that I don't know that I got sent Fantastic. Well, that is the ingenuity. Delta Bats. Do we know the Delta Bats? Delta Bats? Johnny, that sounds right no. up your street. No, yeah, it not. does a bit, but no. Mm, no. That's, well, that's the ingenuity that this podcast brings to you. Not only do we give you the, rug, the quality rugby chat, but we also teach you how to use band stickers to extract uh, half-eaten dinner from your teeth. Uh, we're also joined tonight by the returning McGinty himself. Johnny, welcome. How the hell are you, sir? I'm good, yeah. Bet, bet, better for uh, being here with, with Ian's <laughs> <laughs> calamity of errors already. <laughs> <laughs> One's really a calamity. It, it does. <laughs> it does. We're all about compounding error around here. It's like the Scottish <laughs> way. This is why it's a Scottish rugby podcast. We are the true embodiment of Scottish rugby. Yeah. We take errors and <laughs> double down on them. Yeah. So well, you know, the line uh, out's been spent, and then we've given away a penalty. It's, uh... exactly. Well, that is the Ian Wayhey. Ian Wayhey. Ian Hayway. <laughs> Ian Way. <laughs> You've got your way. Hey, you've got me in it. That's that's the podcast title right there. Um, yeah, so welcome those that are joining us. Welcome. Uh, good to have you along. Um, we are, of course, uh, on the Scottish Rugby blog. Um, if you feel free to, to come along, join us on any any of the podcast channels that you usually use. We are on pretty much everything, I think. Please, please, please feel free to leave us a five-star review. Don't leave us a dodgy review. We've got a few of them, but we've also got some love from you guys. It's great to have those reviews. And it does apparently help us out on the algorithm and let uh, other people experience the absolute carnage that is this podcast, which all Do we have to mark this one as explicit now already on Apple Podcasts? Because oh, no, no, no. I'll, I will edit that out after this. <laughs> that is just a special Thanks, treat for our live viewers. Well, it's still what it is. It's right at the start. So, you know, it's yeah. easy to get. Yeah, you know how we always keep like a timesheet of the uh, <laughs> squares that we have to mark. I don't think we've ever had like 0.01 before. <laughs> no, that is a See, new record. I, I, wait a minute. I got the blame for you saying something about you swearing about golf and how somehow this managed to get the blame shoved onto me. No, just this because was I asked you this time, pal. Yeah, no, this, this, this one was definitely. Yeah. Are you sure <laughs> we were going live? You didn't tell me we were live. Um, you know, okay, sorry I didn't hold your hand. I'll I'll remember that next time, buddy. Well, um, seen as, you know, if someone's running the show, then we could have done. Well, you know, well, 
I am a pale imitation of our divine leader. Hopefully, we will have him back at some point soon. But uh, if you are enjoying what you're hearing and you want more, you can why? get more. Why would you want? Why would you want more? Yes, Johnny. If you're, if you're enjoying what you're hearing, why? <laughs> if you're enjoying what you're hearing, there's probably questions. But. Um, you can also take those questions and then come along to patreon.com uh, and come and give us a little bit of your hard-earned cash. £3 a month will get you subscription to the Scottish Rugby Podcast and you can get all the exclusive content, including our famous Hands in the Ruck section where the boys will cut loose a wee bit. There will be some swearies, some other swearies. Um, and uh, we will kind of put the world of rugby to rights. Uh, we also do exclusive content. We've got an interview coming up that the, Ian himself has done. Uh, we'll be releasing that very soon for the Patreons exclusively initially. Um, but yeah, come along. Uh, if you if you want to support us, we great. We're very grateful for anyone that chooses to, to support us. We've also got a super secret Facebook page where you can come along and hang out with like-minded souls and chew the fat over the curd of Scottish rugby if you so desire. Um, but we are... Oh, we Ian, that, point, that, point that, of order. That, that interview uh, that Ian's done himself, it's not just me interviewing myself like Clint Eastwood in the chair. <laughs> <laughs> that, was the, that was the sales I, pitch, dude. I'd pay my three pound a month for that, to be honest. <laughs> exactly, yeah. I mean, I've, I, I'm on Patreon just now and literally like hundreds of people have just subscribed going, Ian has gone mad talking to himself. This has potential. So, yeah, if you, if you want to see Ian talking to himself, we can make that happen. But the interview... <clears throat> is not that sadly. Um, although I'm I'll down do the that. accents and I'll do accents and everything. <laughs> He'll do it all. This, this is veering a little bit into OnlyFans, isn't it? Like we're we're, we're yeah. getting Ian, we're kind of pimping Ian out a wee bit to do all his famous uh, famous voices. See, this is kind of stuff that people hate. Should we talk about rugby? We should talk about rugby. Yeah, abs- absolutely. So we are still in preseason, um, and we we thought it, we we missed you guys so much last week. We thought we would come along and say hello uh, tonight. We're going to have a wee look at the preseason fixtures, including some quite funny business from the East End itself. Uh, we'll have a wee talk about the pro strips which have been released, and we'll just have a general chit chat about rugby. Uh, where it's at, and we will go on to our Patreon-only bit, and we'll have a hands in the ruck where we can rant and rave about some things. Does that seem like a fair agenda, boys? Sounds good to me. Sounds good to Yes, me. sorry, Fabulous. I was on mute for a second. Ian, pick a number, but one or two. I'm putting my hand behind my back. One or two. <laughs> uh, two, please. Two, right, okay. It is number one. We are going to talk about <clears throat> the east side first. Because obviously, you know, if you if you'd got it right, we would have talked about Glasgow first. So preseason friendlies at the weekend. There we had Edinburgh up against the bold London Scottish. Um, obviously, not much to be taken from preseason, uh, aside from Edinburgh were losing the fixture when someone turned the lights out. Um, not even just the lights, <laughs> the alarm and everything. <laughs> so. <laughs> Edinburgh have claimed that uh, it was it was a member of the public who hit the alarm and has has popped out. Now we've had this at Scotston, so let's not cast stones. Uh, admittedly, Glasgow were winning at that time when the alarm went off. Even if you did cast a stone, it would have hit one of the pillars. <laughs> so 
it being preseason and all that, I want to do a bit of investigative journalism. Like we are, we are investigators in this group now. So there has been a crime committed, as they say in the West Coast. There's been, there's a, murder. been a murder. So we are going to investigate that murder. We are going to come up with our suspects for the crime that was Edinburgh Rugby not getting the chance to redeem themselves against London Scottish. So who's who's your first candidate, Ian? You 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 done a bit of you done a bit of investigating into this earlier. Who who well, have you, you got know, candidates I, by? I mean, you know, I've, I've uh, you know I've looked on the old uh, social medias because that's where everyone gets their information from now. Absolutely. I think one possible candidate, um, even though he claims, I think I think he claimed he was working, um, the former beard of Scottish rugby, Ian Wallace. So he's claiming an alibi, but let's look at the facts. Oh, no, it was Manson was working, wasn't he? Manson was working. Ah, yeah. have you got your wee notepad there? Are you like proper like police detective in this? Have you got a wee notebook? I have got so many notepads, it's like the stationary officer until. <laughs> so we're saying Wallace doesn't have an alibi. I'll check that. Um, Johnny, can you uh, check, check that alibi? Can you Johnny, shed what, any what, light? What, what do you think about the Wallace previous at Scotsdale? He was there for the fire alarm incident mm, in Scotsdale as right. well. Yeah. See, that's a pattern of behaviour now, isn't it? That's exactly. what, that's what the, the BAU would be looking for. Exactly. Yeah, we we are we're we're seeing probable cause in that he yeah. doesn't like Edinburgh getting beat. So, I mean, if if I was investigating this, if I was in charge of this investigation, I would definitely be saying, Ian, I think we need to get you in for some questioning here, sir, because you know I think it's it's clear. I left oh, Johnny. I'll, I'll come to you next. There's there's other candidates. There's some left field stuff. Yeah, do you know, I personally think that it was maybe a coded message for help from the original Flinty McStag. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he broke free from the basement, but only only long enough to smash the alarm. <laughs> someone caught him. He so, was quickly dragged back down to the building. <laughs> yeah, he, ho- he hoped a full evacuation would come to his rescue, but sadly not to be. Yeah, I mean, I've seen this. I, I watched a, a, it was a, a entrapment the other day, uh, and I'm pretty sure that was the plot line of that as well. So, like, I, I can see, I can see that, and you know, we know, we hope the real Flint is still out there. Um, thoughts and prayers. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's a possibility. Flint, Flinty could have, um, could have possibly. Went for it. This, this is where we're really missing Cammy because he's gone full zodiac on the the whereas Flinty. He, he has. Um, he would uh, genuinely. I would be concerned, right? So I know I've got a couple of things up in the wall behind me. In this instance, I'm fully expecting it would be like a full. You know, like you see in those crime dramas where there's like a full board with like connections yeah. and pictures, stringing stringing pins. Aye, and like there would be letters, question marks, me. and red pen. Absolutely, like pit, mug shots of Flinty everywhere. I mean, that's I, we're going to call it. That's why he's not here. Let's be honest, right? He's <laughs> he's, 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 he's currently in a, he's on a detox probe program from his from his flinty obsession. <laughs> that or he's got like a deep undercover mission going on. <laughs> well, we can't we can't talk about that, Johnny. Let's. Well, Sorry, yeah. Oh no, he's definitely he's definitely in de- a rehab. He's, de- he's, he's definitely in rehab. No yeah, that's leading a crack team of mercenaries to be <laughs> Forget forget I even suggested that. Nor has he started a fight club. 
<laughs> Kami couldn't possibly be reading a, a crack team of mercenaries. <laughs> Definitely yeah, not. No, that's definitely de- not what's de- happening. Definitely not. So, like, I mean, other pro- probable suggestions. Magnus Bradbury has been mentioned. Like, just just Magnus just rocking up and just, like, some would argue... Like it's a the Frank. Effi- well, some would argue it's the most effective thing he's done in years. Or did he fall over and bang his head on it? <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this isn't very nice. Um, but, you know... Obviously, we have to we have to laugh. It's good that the alarm went off and no one was no one was ever in any danger, and the game was abandoned. And it seems like everything was fine. And it's good, to, you know. It's kind of like Johnny, you work in schools. It's like those early days of you know when you're first in the door. It's new new term, and you have to test the fire alarms. Maybe that's just what they were doing, Maybe. and they forgot that there was a game on. Maybe Magnus Bradbury's like Edinburgh's version of the people on the last day of six year who set the fire alarm off. Yeah, that's like yeah. But because he's been so far behind the play for most of the season, he's actually forgot that he's already left. <laughs> I'm so mean. <laughs> Poor Magnus. He gets it tight. Well, we'll come to Magnus uh, later Edinburgh on because biased. I'm sure I'm sure we'll come to Magnus later on because there has been some thermonuclear takes on the old Bradbury front. Um, but, yeah, I mean, in terms of pre-season, obviously we, t- we we can't really talk about the game. Not much can be taken from pre-season other than you, you tend to see kind of players that you don't expect to get exposure to the pro-game. Uh, to the pro-game. Um, guys getting rewarded for, you know, decent, decent Super 6 sprint campaigns, guys getting a wee bit of a run out. Generally, Teams use about 30 to 35 players in preseason matches. So the fluidity isn't there. And, you know, again, you see fans kind of going, oh, they lost to London Scottish. And it's, well, it is preseason. It doesn't actually matter. It's just getting some. Yeah, but can can we be clear about the fact that preseason doesn't matter? These aren't really even proper games. And everything you said is completely true. But at the same time, that was funny. It was. It was really funny. I enjoyed it. I completely enjoyed it. But I, there's part of me that's trying to be balanced and enjoy it, whilst also being realistic. Um, the part of, the part that bothers me about it is, and I don't know what the Edinburgh setup is, so don't email me, don't shout at me, Edinburgh fans, because I'm not going to respond to you. The part that bothers me is these pre-season friendlies, which are glorified training sessions for what they are, hilarious as it is that they lose they're charging quite a lot of money for them so that you know the prices for the tickets are quite high for what they are now how much are we talking yes you get to go and see some players and you might well have a look at the prices for the glasgow game at the weekend i know and and you can get get a few uh, for 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 what we're talking, but yeah, I mean, See, just mirrors not... of the Scottish rugby website's been sketchy as hell for the last week. Yes, yeah, yeah they have. Yeah, yeah. quite difficult. Yeah, yeah either phone. If, I've tried to load up the Edinburgh page earlier to have right. a good new shots, and it's given me this dodgy sort of. You've loaded this on a fifty-six k. <laughs> somebody's picked up the phone and all you can hear is yeah it's like it's all like white. black and white in it it seems to be oh yeah, yeah, it's there, it's there. that's quite cool that's quite cool you can't not actually... if you try to use it for anything it's not yeah no I know I'm like yeah, I can't actually see it 
this is kind of like I'm being I'm back in like I feel like I'm back in youth club in like 2001 here. You're about to go full uh, MS DOS on this, don't you? I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm actually about to use the shortcut to pull up DOS to see if I can fix this. Uh, but yeah, I mean, yeah, we can't really find the price. So if anybody's watching uh, and knows the prices, pop them up. I've just found the prices for Friday night. For Friday night mm -hmm. for Glasgow? Yep. Yep. Uh, I, 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 I do know these, so go would, for it. Uh, would you like to hear something that's going to... Um, Let's say, uh, put your urine past a comfortably heated point. <laughs> <laughs> it would be pushing it. Approaching ninety to 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 hundred. It's more expensive for one ticket to see Glasgow in a preseason game on Friday night than it's going to be for me to take my entire family to watch the women on Sunday afternoon. <laughs> Yeah, and Bruce Springsteen's so, doing the halftime show. <laughs> so, I mean, you can you can go on to the Scottish Rugby um, pages, go into ticket in, and have a wee look at the ticket prices yourself. Um, we are simply suggesting they maybe are not appropriate for um, pre-season, but of course the, the 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 big season ticket holders, the guys who paid the big bucks, are going to get that as a freebie. Um, like like Ian Hay there. I've yeah, captain I'm like four hundred quid for a restricted view ticket. In the, in <laughs> captain Bling in the corner there. <clears throat> now, I think I mean it's good that you said circus tent and not gazebo because let's be honest, like you know, unless you're talking about the hot dam, there's there's no gazebos in Glasgow. Uh, they all get boned in. So, yeah, I mean, the pricing's not great. The quality on... So I've watched the highlights of the Glasgow game. We'll come, uh, come on, I haven't seen anything from Edinburgh. Have you, have you guys happened to catch any of the footage? Or has there been any footage? I don't know. I don't think... Did, I certainly haven't seen any. I don't know if there has did, been any. Did they, did they just turn off the lights and forget that ever happened? Yeah, it was an EMP pulse that went round the stadium and it completely yeah. wiped. Um, Spot, sponsored by Wayne Enterprises. I'm pretty sure I've seen that movie too. <laughs> Yeah, so we have seen footage from Glasgow. Glasgow, of course, travelled to Inverness. Uh, they were part of the Highland Centenary Celebration, um, which was dampened slightly during the week with the news that Worcester, as we speculated would happen, were not going to take the field because uh, of administration unpaid wages and the Worcester players rightly uh, chose, um, utilised their right to not play Obviously, thinking that if we are free of contract in 14 days, getting injured in a pre-season friendly in Inverness does not make me a terribly attractive player to a new club, which is absolutely the right. And, you know, if you don't get paid, you don't do your job. That's how it works. So uh, Worcester had to pull out, sadly pull out the friendly, and Glasgow, sh uh, at short notice, um, called up Super Six's own Ayrshire Bulls, uh, the the supposed aligned club to Glasgow in the Super Six, uh, despite Glasgow anyone who's travelled travelled from from Kilmarnock and Ayrshire to Glasgow will know it is not a insubstantial uh, journey. Ian, you've done it a few times. Yeah, uh, see, the last time I did it was the Bills, uh, Bills Watsonians Super Six game Friday night, uh, last Friday night, and yep. then, so. Game kicked off 7.45, finished speaking to both coaches by about 10, went back to the car, picked up my match report, back on the road for about half 11, 
And then the M77 shot. Hey! So, so, I yeah, did see this on Facebook, actually. You were yeah, three hours, um, weren't you? Uh, no, that was getting back from work the other day when, uh, oh, ironically, a bunch of hay bales fell on the N8. Yeah, basically <laughs> did not get... If I'm in the car, if you find out I'm in a car, don't get on the road because something terrible will happen. <laughs> nothing good Nothing good will come of this. Um, this so... is also true if you actually take him in your car as well because yeah, nothing good ever happens of that as well. I actually remember we, we went down to uh, Sail Away. Sail Away, Sail Away. And like, even before I'd left Lanarkshire, someone tried to kill me. Yeah, that's right. You nearly died because I did wonder because I was about 100 million miles ahead of you and I wasn't, I mean, I was driving quickly, but I wasn't driving that quickly. And I thought, I was like looking back going, Ian is a really slow driver. I would not have guessed that. But actually you had nearly got killed and you were composing yourself. So yeah, um, what we were you doing driving all the way to sail in two separate cars anyway? Uh, it's because Ian like you that are People like Ian, was, the Ian, bears. Ian was Ian was Ian was going. Uh, yeah, I know there was polar bears. Like actually, Ian had a polar bear stake in the way down as well. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, Ian, Ian was heading on to London afterwards, and I didn't want to go to London. Um, I love it. And then so I, def- I definitely Bristol then to London. And after my antics, I really didn't want to go to London. I really didn't want to go anywhere. I wanted to stay in my bed. Um, but yeah, we digress slightly. So uh, yeah. Glasgow Ayrshire Bulls came north to come and play. Um, interesting, Glasgow picked a lot of the stars of the Ayrshire Bulls in their squad, which did seem like a bit of a dick move. Yes, I'm going to use that word. They were um, Glasgow were, were putting players off the bench to play for the Bulls, though, by the end. By the end, yeah, I know, I know, during the game, yeah. They, they kind of realised the, the error of their ways and went, here, you have a shot, on you go. So, no, I mean... What we what we've seen from the highlights is very little. George Horton can still run a support line in a shocking turn of events. <laughs> uh, Johnny Matthews scored from a mall, which sounds fairly predictable. Shocking Fraser Brown still exists and also scored from a mall. And Ayrshire nearly won. And had Danny Wilson been in charge, they probably would have. It did Ayrshire nearly win, though, really, because. From what I hear, yeah, it was yeah. like I think it was like twenty-two, yeah, three, at like sixty-five minutes, and then Glasgow started pouring yeah. Glasgow players onto the Ayrshire side. Yeah, but you also remember sixty odd minutes is the Danny Wilson time, right? Like that's <laughs> the time that Glasgow go. Do you know what? We've got this wrapped up, boys. Let's go for a siesta, and promptly lose to everyone in Sundry. So. Yeah, I mean, I, again, it's preseason. You don't. I'm, I'm obviously, I'm joking, right? I think <laughs> Glasgow probably they were on a hiding to nothing when the fixture changed. It's a hiding to nothing. But interestingly, um, people have people have spoken about like, obviously Ayrshire's performance. Like you know, the score in the end up did reflect well in Ayrshire. They they competed well. From what we've seen from the highlights, you know, they didn't look out their depth either, which. Given that we've talked about the Super Six and the chasm between Super Six and Pro Rugby, that's that's an encouraging sign, Johnny. Yeah, it, it seems like it's kind of doing its job, I guess. Like part of the idea of the Super Six is that is that Super Six players should be able to step up to the pro teams, and if they can step in at the last minute and kind of hold their own in a game against the pro team, then that could only be a good sign, really. 
Yeah, absolutely. And and Ian, like you've obviously looked at some of the you've you've covered some of the Super Six and you've you've been kind of closer to that part of Scottish rugby. Is it a surprise to you that Ayrshire were able to, you know, maybe shorn of like say shorn of some of their starters who then probably came and joined them midway through the match? Are you surprised that Ayr were able to compete quite the way they did? Not massively, because I mean, now that Pat MacArthur's back, I mean, you know, when he was there, uh, for you know, he's he's as a as a hooker, he's obviously very keen on formation and organisation, and you know, the forward pack. So he always wanted his team to be, he wants his team to be playing a full eighty minute high intensity, good defensive game, and that's what um like the the Bulls Watts game the other week, which I thought was an absolute cracker. Right, the day after it, I went to cover a Hawks game, and the people at Hawks, one of the guys at Hawks, uh, Alistair, I think his surname is Reed, um, he was like, yeah, I thought the game was terrible. I, was like, I thought, but I thought it was really good, because uh, the physical intensity of it is very good. Yeah. The structure and organisation is there, um, and you do get some absolute gems coming through. I mean, for example, Tom Jordan, uh, now at the Warriors and started for the Warriors at 12. You know, he was one of the standout guys in the first season. Then you had your likes of Yari Fantini, who's now uh, Treviso or Benetton. I can't remember what they want to be called nowadays. Um, <laughs> and uh, it was um, Tommy Everard. He went down to Jersey. Um, so it's, there's some damn good players in there. Um, so I'm Jack, Jack Mann this season for Harriets, who'd previously been with Edinburgh, but had a lot of injury problems. He's been absolutely colossal at number eight. No, he's been making meters for fun. He's, he's like making meters like a fullback. Um, so there's some well, apart from Johnny. Bro, there are some very good We're players. Friends and family here, mate. Come on. <laughs> anyway, one, one guy that uh, recently, and I know they rate him higher than the air. Um, he's made his first start a couple of weeks ago, and he started against what's Ross Simpson standoff. Uh, I think he's only 19, looks like a baller, yeah, really looks like a baller. Um, and Cam Jones and Will Hunt they were playing for Glasgow, I think, as for well. Glasgow, yeah. So Cam Jones has obviously yeah, Cam jumped, Jones. jumped the queue a wee bit, he's he's kind of come in and, and usurped quite a lot of the guys that were yes, in uh, that position, hasn't like, he? Uh, Jordan Lenach, for example, and uh, was Caleb Cotterweg, was he at Sterling? He was at Sterling, yeah. 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 Um, so I know they'd been involved with the Warriors. Um, when I've seen Cam Jones a couple of times this year, very impressive. Um, so, yeah, like and I said, Pat McArthur's got a good forward game going. Um, they're tough to beat, and they have a wee bit of stardust in the back line. Jamie Shedden, big fan of him as well. Jimmy Shedden is bigger than some of our second rows. He is an absolute unit, isn't yeah. he? <laughs> it's like 6'3", six, 6'4", six, uh, runs a great line. Hard as hell to tackle. It takes. It usually takes more than one guy to tackle. It's it's always scary when you see wingers of that size. Like it's just it's just freaky to me. I still so, I still feel a bit weirded out by it. Do you know what you're just like reading me off that I did learn? From uh, from watching the bits and pieces of the Warriors game on Friday night, uh, JP Dupria is an abnormally large man. He is a f- absolute unit, isn't he? Yeah, I feel like I was, I was watching some of the warm up stuff, and I was just like, he is a 
tea's just too that's tea's too big. That is too <laughs> large for one person. Yeah, so weighing in at 122 kilograms, and uh, which is not an insubstantial weight, let's be honest. Uh, and what hey, we've got two meters, ten centimeters, so that's six foot ten and a half. Yes, that is large. That is Richie Gray height, but with 20 kilograms on him. Look, Richie Gray plus bacon. <laughs> Richie Gray, exactly. Richie Gray, if he really liked a bacon sandwich. Um, <laughs> but, I mean, so, yeah, the pre-season friendlies are, are what they are. And I think we've actually we've talked at length there about the players. I do wonder how important pre-season is going to be for... Glasgow and Edinburgh moving forward with the way the URC is structured. Obviously, Scotland has its own unique challenge. Not unique. Ireland do the same. But they've got a, a you know conveyor belt of robots to replace players with. So Scotland has its own unique challenges that we actually, you know, the URC doesn't go on international windows, apparently. But Scotland obviously have players in camp beforehand and afterwards we have rest protocols. We centrally contract our players, so we look after them. So there's less, op- but there is still going to be less opportunities for young players coming through. I remember watching Scott Cummings in one of his first games for Glasgow. I remember seeing George Horn make his debut for Glasgow during, you know, international windows. There's less chance for players to do that. So I do wonder if these pre-season friendlies, which we're kind of laughing at it and saying, nah, they're not really matches, are they? I do wonder how important they are. Or do you think, Johnny, it's it's more about the training now and, you know, seeing players in the training paddock? Do you think that's more yeah. where managers like Franco Smith and player will make their call? Yeah, I think pre-season games are probably a part of it, but the, the, there is just so much other stuff now. And there is the Super 6, like we've just talked about, so you will get the chance to see them playing if not the same level at least at least playing in full bore matches yeah. in the super six teams that they're aligned to they, they do do so much training um it's it's an opportunity to see a couple of bits and pieces but i wouldn't put a huge amount of stock in it in pre-season yeah so looking to the weekend with the astronomically priced tickets um edinburgh have got benetton and Glasgow have got Ulster. Um, so, Ulster, were Ulster one of the teams late? I saw a few things online on that forum that shall not be named, Ian, um, about commenting on, uh, I think it was a few of the Irish teams, their pre-season friendlies were on free air, and it was all very exciting, you know, because people who don't pay for their subscriptions had rugby in front of them, and it was but pre-season. Obviously, we, don't, we didn't get the, the games at the weekend, um, do we think so? There's there's actually going to be coverage of the game this week as well. Actually, I think Glasgow are utilising a new, is it Recast? I believe is the the name of the the company that will be screening yeah, the game. Yeah, about this. It's like two quid to watch it. Yeah, so apparently Recast is a it's a new type of streaming service. That will essentially like you can watch it with you can it's free to join and you can apparently watch games and you can build up credits with adverts if you so desire if you want to sit and watch you know 
Candy King adverts until you get your two pounds. Brilliant, battering, not judging anyone for that. Um, but they're also it's, you pay for tokens, which then you redeem for a game, which is quite interesting. Okay. Uh, and they also do other content where you redeem. It's almost you redeem for a set period of time. So like, you redeem for X minutes of a thing, which is it's quite cool. And it's it's slightly different. I know from reading the sales pitch, uh, Ma- Manchester City are involved with it. They've they've utilised it and some other other teams. And apparently, it's it's pretty fast growing. So potential challenger to Premier Sports Ian. Is it? <laughs> I'm asking you. You, you. you could. Yeah, well, just like you, you were saying, watch like British fencing. Can you watch British fencing, Ian? Like that's I'm almost on, I'm on the same website right as now. NASCAR. Which I prefer Slovakian fencing. Um, oh, well, <laughs> you know they, they've put, made it a real art. Um, if you if you put in a, 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 a request, I bet they could get you some Slovakian fencing. That's cool, man. I've got a fire stick. Get dodgy links. Um, just when you were saying, you know, oh, it's a new technology, it's like, yeah, but sorry, NFTs, and they're a dreadful idea. Um, yeah, it did kind of, it did kind of put me in mind of NFTs the way you were talking about it. Although it seems to be something totally different, I think it's just because it's like new things I don't understand. It's, it's, it's so the term token. So, I think we have to, we have to get yeah, away from that. So, token is purely NFT. It's not, it's not an NFT uh, token. It's, it's you, you buy tokens credits. to redeem credits. Yeah, let's call it credits. Reward points. It's like a nectar card. Like so, you it's, watch, you watch yeah, some adverts like, and they give you nectar points. And then you it's like when you go to the arcades and you spend all that money and you get those wee tickets and then you have to redeem them for a crappy Wait, price. Yeah, you spend like eight hundred quid. It's like that, but a bit better value. Talking arcades, have you been at NQ? We can talk about this off camera. Um, NQ sixty four. Let's talk about that off camera. But yeah. But anyway, Recast will be getting used at the weekend, so let's... Uh, let's... They're streaming esports as well. I'm out. Whoa. I philosophically disagree with the project. Oh, Easy up, Tiger! That's, that's John's thing. We need to have a chat. I'm we aware of that, chat. don't worry. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> you are at it, McGinty. Ha. I mean, I'm hovering on the kick button. That's sitting in right now. I'm hovering on the kick button He's, right he's had to move his steering wheel out of the way just to get... Yeah, it's over there. So I, don't, I don't mind it if you call it computer games, but don't pretend it's a sport. I mean, I have sweated quite vigorously playing those esports. <laughs> <laughs> vigorously, McGinty. Vigorously. Um, right, so anyway, pre-season, we don't really care. We'll see some players. Probably be a better hit out this time out. Uh, and then the guys will be obviously building to the first fixture of the season, which we're very excited about because Glasgow are going to absolutely cuff their Italian opponents and Edinburgh have got the easiest season in history to start with. I believe that uh, as a possible bonus for bonus for Glasgow, I'd say a loss to the URC as a whole, uh, Monte Ioanni is leaving yes. Benetton. That's a very uh, good point. One, yeah, wonderful player. Discuss that slightly. I believe it's mental health issues as well. Uh, he stated, he stated, he stated that he, he's he's struggling and he needs he's in Australia because he's a, an Australian uh, national, uh, and he stated that he needs to be with his family and he needs to stay there and he's struggling mentally and he he just needs to be there. Uh, and fair play to you know it must be so, that that to me is is such a powerful thing that a club 
like Benetton, you know, club that have not traditionally been that successful, club that most clubs should be Rainbow targeting. Cup champions. Shut yeah. up! Honestly, I'm going to ban that phrase here. Like, <laughs> get to now that we're on to something more serious, I've had to come off the recast website because I was busy. I was distracted reading about the American Ultimate Frisbee Championship. I know which they're also showing. It's. I mean, I'm down with that as well. Uh, no, I mean it's it's an incredibly powerful decision for a club that it shows maybe it shows the manner of the man as well to be able to stand up and say that he needs that, but also the fact that Benetton have backed that and said, you know what, no, you're absolutely right. Release you from the contract. How many times have we seen players after the piece come out and say, I've been struggling and I was held to contracts, I was moved, pillar to post, blah, blah, blah. I think it's I think overall it's just an incredibly good it's a good it's a good news story for treatment of rugby players. Obviously, we wish the absolute best to him because incredible rugby player and for what it seems like a, a very very decent person, and we hope he hope he recovers and gets all the help he needs and is 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 happy in his life very very shortly. But very good of Benetton to kind of support that as well, and I think that's a great sign. I just part part of me kind of wonders, like with the way professionalism has changed rugby and I'll come at you first on this Ian like the way professionalism has impacted rugby and the way you see the growing creep of the desperation of results to have what is fundamentally like let's be honest with Benetton Ione is, is one of if not their best player to have a player like that back out and say I can't do this on the back of Michael Hooper, who is probably Australia's best player, doing the same, is this the turning point for rugby where we actually accept that mental health issues are incredibly important and we actually respect people for doing that? Um, unfortunately, I don't think it will be reflected across the board. Um, but, I mean, this thing with Yanni, this is a man at the peak of his powers right now, but is he 27, 28? Yep, he's um, in his prime. Yeah. Obviously, he feels like he needs to go home and recharge. And I think not only mentally will it do him well, physically will do him well. To, to give him this break, you know, and what is an extremely attritional sport, um, it'll let him completely sort of you know, let some certain things heal physically. And also, if it's going to help him feel uh, sort of heal emotionally, psychologically, it'll be for his benefit in the long run. You may get another couple of years out of his career if that's what he wants. But um, ultimately, as you say, it's about his happiness uh, and what he's comfortable with. But I, I, like I said, I don't, I don't think it will be reflected across the board. I think this is a, it's a great move by Benetton. Um, I doubt other clubs will be so um, forward-thinking. Yeah. I think the thing is that, like, you're right enough in what you say about, you know, uh, Benetton or not historically a very successful team and he's probably one of their best players I think if if he played for Leinster and he was one of their best players it might be a little bit different like when you bet Benetton him leaving Benetton is not going to be the thing that costs Benetton the URC because you because Benetton probably weren't going to win the URC anyway even with their best player whereas if you're the best player on a team that might win the URC 
you've probably got significantly less chance of them just ripping your contract up. Yeah, that's that's the thing, and that comes down to like the determination of what what is success and is it success at all costs. And actually, it's funny because we've often talked a part of the so I know like Edinburgh fans like shout at me if you want, right? But I don't care. There was lots of talk with, and I remember it because Tommy Seymour quoted it when he was signing his contract to Glasgow, a, a new contract when he was expected to leave. Signing a new contract when he was at the height of his powers, and part of the reason he signed was I get looked after, I get looked after in this, and I do wonder, like, yeah, you talk about getting physically looked after, that's the next, it, and you know, obviously we've we've covered this in other podcasts, and we'll not go we'll not go into that just now, but that is the the next step for 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 uh, unions and for clubs to be able to promote themselves as an attractive place. Let's be honest, right? See if you're a mid to high range rugby player and you've got your pick of clubs, the salaries are all going to be relatively similar. It's it's not, it's much ado about nothing, really. You're trying to pick places. So either you are a guy who wants to go and pick a place that I want to go and win titles, which if you're a mid to high player, are you going to get that chance to go and play at those teams? Possibly not. The ability to prolong your career, if that's what you desire, and do it in a healthy way where your mental health's been looked after as well, is going to be so incredibly important. I think you will start to see over the next wee while clubs really promoting that side. And actually, that ties in beautifully with a little promo we will be doing. We're going to be... We're going to be promoting. So, those of you who <laughs> will remember, I'm laughing. This is a really serious topic, but those of you will remember that we made our uh, live podcast debut over at Portobello Rugby Club uh, in the Six Nations. Uh, Ian and Johnny were both there. We both we all embarrassed ourselves with pints. It was magnificent. It was a great day. Uh, Porty have kept in touch. Really, really good club, and they're they're doing some really innovative things with mental health. Uh, they've reached out to the podcast. We're going to be talking to them soon, and we're going to be promoting it. We're going to tie it in with World uh, Mental Health Day, so we'll be really looking at this topic in depth around that time. Um, but yeah, it's it's just it's just incredibly important that we continue to talk about it and highlight that. And I look forward to um, continuing this chat. Uh, in due course. Uh, yeah, we are over 45 minutes. We've not even got to Kits, Johnny. Yeah, you're absolutely right. <laughs> to be honest, like I think Kits could... Kits will be 15 minutes and then we'll be good to go to Patreon where we can rant about the Rugby Championship. So if anybody wants to join us for r- ranting about the Rugby Championship, please sign up to patreon.com slash Scottish Rugby Blog. Uh, you can... Oh, Scottish Rugby Podcast. Um, you can come and join us for that. But let's talk about with pre-season has come the reveal of the new kits. I, for one, kind of like them. Not not in totality. I like both I the home kits, not so much the away kits. Oh, that is a very hot take, Johnny McGinty. I love that. Let's come to you about that. Talk to me. I just, I don't know, something about orange kits people either love or hate. And I don't like the Edinburgh one. Um, 
I think the the red on the Glasgow kit is completely pointless. I don't understand why it's there. <laughs> Cali Reds, mate. Yeah, again, we did Cali Reds two years ago. We've done it as a training like, kit. I need, I need to stop being reminded of the fact that they killed off the Cali Reds. Like, <laughs> and, <laughs> I, I know they think it's like a nice like touching tribute, right? But all it does is make everybody who was in the Cali region go, oh yeah, we did used to have a team. You're right. <laughs> and then you set fire to it all. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And now you're robbing its grave for the second time in three <laughs> years. Like taking the shot right off his back. Well, at least they're not releasing this one for 70 quid for charity, eh? Yeah, that's uh, true. So, um, yeah. Uh, I'll tell you what, though, the the training stash is real nice. Mm. It's funny, I actually. haven't looked at the Edinburgh training stash, but the Glasgow stuff is beautiful. So is the New Scotland stuff as well, actually. It's funny, isn't it, when the training stash comes out? Because it's usually a couple of days afterwards, and it's normally guys like yourself, Johnny, that are all about that tank top. That wait for the training stash. Yep, and it's called a singlet. Thank you. A singlet. It is. Yes. It <laughs> yeah. Is. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I think. I think it's singlet. It's a vest. Junior XL. I think that's normally what Johnny goes for. <laughs> what have I done to deserve this? Today? <laughs> <laughs> the same size as these Johnnies. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I'm just going to kick myself out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we love you, Johnny. Don't don't do that. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, this one. <laughs> um, I so I agree with you about the Edinburgh away kit. I think if you want to look like a can iron brew, that's great. Um, iron brew is much more popular in the west of Scotland. I'm just going to call it like, and maybe that's what they're trying to do. Maybe they're trying to appeal to to Glasgow fans. Maybe they're trying to like lure us in with their <laughs> their nonsense marketing. I wouldn't be surprised to see Raul rocking up in that Edinburgh kit, talking to Glasgow. Look at Glasgow fans bouncing up and down. Um, so... I have salt and vinegar. <laughs> Just like standing in the corner of Scotland promoting salt and vinegar. Um, bless Edinburgh. I've had a tough night tonight, haven't they? Can't imagine why that was. <laughs> um, but yeah, the Iron Brew kit's a bit weird. I, I do take your point regarding the Cali Reds, actually, Johnny. I think it's a valid thing to say that, you know, reminding a number of fans, one of whom I, I, I know very well, who was a Cali Reds fan and has reminded me on countless occasions that she was not a Glasgow fan originally. Um, she was originally Kelly Reds. Uh, I think I've converted her now, but we'll, we'll work on it. Um, Kelly Reds, you know, it is, it's difficult and it's a weird one because it's like paying home, as you say, it's like paying homage to someone you killed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I just, I just... <laughs> it's like Dolph, yeah, basically, his necklace of ears. In your yeah, it's like it's, it's like if, um, if uh, Ivan Drago. Come out with Apollo Creed shorts on in Rocky, right? It's like that. If he came out with the America shorts on and fought Rocky with that, it's kind of like that. It's a bit weird. Yeah, I don't know. I'd like, and I'm sure they don't mean it. I'm sure they are just gen- genuinely trying to like keep the memory alive, but also like let it die because <laughs> you it killed it. <laughs> <laughs> just like your goldfish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
right, let's come on to the home kits. Glasgow, Glasgow continue to. Um, so Glasgow are doing impression, their best Ospreys impression every season, where we are progressively getting more and more. Ad- do you think they're having to pay for colour? Do you think it's like a tattoo? <laughs> we're now at the stage where we're just like, oh, just give us a black hit, mate. It's fine. <laughs> and then the more stuff we can slap over the top of it, it's, it'll be cheaper. Yeah, they're well, paying for that's it. Anyway. I mean, it's classic marketing, isn't it? That everybody knows everything. As long as you put it in a white text, it goes over. It, it goes over black. Fine. It's brilliant. Great marketing. The first and probably the sponsors have got to pay less as well. Exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like if, if you're not sublimating colour ink, you're saving money. Well, that's it. I mean, can you imagine how much that green box cost? Yeah. That must that must have been a fortune. Ian knows. Ian's looking at that going. I've I've seen the price of printer ink. Yeah. Exactly. It's not it's not cheap. It's not cheap. So yeah, the Glasgow the Glasgow kit it, it's smart. I agree with you, Johnny. I think it's a it's a nice kit. It's smart. I like the black kits. I'm, I know I'm taking the piss out of the movie, but but I like them. I think they're they're not traditionally Glasgow. Though. <laughs> That's the other thing. Like there's not really much blue in there. No, and it looks very much like the same one about three years ago. No, three kits I think ago. Last, last year, the, the last one I bought. Well, they all look the same, but nah, they have all they be trimmed in the bottom of the sleeve. Aye. That's well, it's interesting, good. isn't it, that they've went tartan, the Glasgow tartan trim. You've got Scotland throwing a wee bit of tartan in there, but not too much as well. It's like, we we just need to make up our minds and, you know, commit to the tartan or not. It's not going to sell more kilts, boys. Glasgow, Glasgow tartan's nice, but you're not going to sell more kilts. It's a bit Johnny, gearish you, for a Johnny, you looked like you wanted to slam the Glasgow kit there. Come on. No, 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 I like it. The ho- the home kit I like the uh, the the I'm not going to call it a week kit. They called it a week kit. The change. Yeah, kit. I, that annoyed me. That was I got a I wee bit like rugby it. rugby laws rugby values, but that yeah, I was like, no, it's an alternate kit. It's not a week kit. Thank you. The other thing, and we we talked about this. I was on with uh, Rock and Roll last night, and we talked about this, and I'm going to mention it again. Why do rugby kits need an origin story? Yeah, like, see when they're launching kits, they're like, "Oh, th- this kit is inspired by the rat-infested high rises of Glasgow. It brings in our tenacity the, and our the bin strikes of nineteen seventy-four. Like, <laughs> stop it! Just say, here's our, here's our new kit. It's not a superhero, mate. It's a rugby top." <laughs> Well, speak, speaking of bin strikes, let's move over to the other side and talk about their home kit, which is clearly inspired by 1997 Airdrie Air, Air Football Club. Uh, oh, it used to be Umbro goalie tops like that. Oh, they're dead yet. That those like did, I, I'm on. pretty sure I had a shell suit that looked just like that. Because this is a case in point. Did uh, did Edinburgh not um, not say it's the Bridges? One of them's the Bridges. Did they? Mm, I think so. That, that is garbage. What? what? Oh, wait, I'm looking they're, at it. Like, what? They are lying to you, people. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, this is the thing. Like they, they say this stuff, and it doesn't even make any sense. That is lies. No, that is right. So those of you that have not seen the Edinburgh kit, go and Google it just now. But it is literally a blue top with triangles, and they are <laughs> triangles in a diamond formation throughout the top. There is that is not a bridge, and if it is a bridge, it's underwater, and you've got it's, a problem. 
I think it's, it's like this is the interconnecting bridges at Waverley train station, which go everywhere, and then the signs point you to <laughs> platforms fourteen to seventeen this way, platforms seventeen to nineteen this way. You're like, what? Where's platform seventeen? I don't. Know I tell what. you what, as well though, like they've obviously ran out their budget for orange with the away strip because there isn't much burnt orange on their home top, is there? There's just a wee uh... trim. I'm I'm looking through the uh, the Edinburgh Twitter to see if I could find this nonsense. Uh, this is literally the first I've learned of their new big signing being out until October. What, you know that? Uh, Wes me. Wes Hoosen, yeah. Is it out till October? Why? Mm-hmm. What's he done? Uh, a calf injury. Oh, man. I wish Manson was here. <laughs> You're doing a really good job of remaining impartial, by the Absolutely way. Absolutely not. No, I'm far beyond that. We're 56 minutes in. Can we stop, <laughs> stop listening half an hour ago? <laughs> <laughs> no, um, yeah, I mean, the, the, the Edinburgh kit, the home kit, it, it's nice, right? It, it's a nice top. I really don't think it benefits from having the diamonds on it. If it was just a plain blue top, I would kind of like it. It's a bit like a Man United of the Week at 92. Uh, you know, let's... let's uh, so I think, I'm getting off I know football it, nostalgic. Um, it's all right. I don't mind it. Obviously, I wouldn't wear it. But. No, I mean, that's it. That's, I mean, that's obvious we wouldn't wear it. Let's have a week. No. <laughs> I, no. Oh, that's... Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Oh, it's hard to find Man United kits. Oh, there it is. There it is. You're absolutely right. Uh, oh, it's that classic shirts. Oh, stop it. Uh, 1990 to 92 away shirt. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Apparently, you can buy that for £239 on classic shirts. So desire I that's signed by Mark Hughes or something. I'm pretty yeah. sure that's signed by nobody. That is... Fair enough. <laughs> and yeah. I don't want to so, Man United. Home, home, home kits... Um, Obviously, expensive, as always. We often remind you at this point, like, do not feel obligated to go and buy the most recent kits. Are they... Um, no one... a lo- number of them will end up in landfill. Exactly. And no that. one will judge you. You can go along to a stadium and no one will be there any the wiser. Retro Inspired. Inspired by the city and the iconic Queen's Ferry Crossing pre-ordered. Oh, shut up. That is nonsense. It's, I, I can't even work out I which was meant to be inspired by the Queen's Ferry Crossing. Like, is the orange one because it looks like the workies that built it? Is it the orange one? I don't know. No, I mean, like, maybe it is the triangles. Oh. Edinburgh on... site's been, been afflicted by the same thing as the Scottish. It has, so yeah, it's I magnificent. It. I couldn't, couldn't go on it. It's brilliant. I mean, yeah, it's it's not the best. There game. you go. Listen to this absolute nonsense. Go for it. Tell <laughs> us. Nonsense. I I'll, I'll have to say this isn't my like Ed, anti-Edinburgh bias because I guarantee that Glasgow says the same. Let me just read you two paragraphs, right? The new home kit is inspired by and pays homage to the iconic oh. Queensferry Crossing, which connects the Lothians to Fife in a nod to the club's city and wider regional fan base. You do not speak for me, Edinburgh Rugby, because I do not support it. <laughs> uh, paragraph number two, the bold alternate kit, at least they said alternate and not away, the bold alternate kit focuses on the club's burnt orange colours, which takes inspiration from the capital city's volcanic origins. 
Get out. <laughs> what a load of absolute nonsense. All right, Pompey. <laughs> yeah, so I'm just like comparing the, the kit to the Queen's Free Crossing. No, it's no, no. <laughs> uh, also, how is how is it the iconic Queen's Free Crossing? Because isn't Queen's Free Crossing the new one? Yeah, it's about, it's about 12 minutes old. It's kind of yeah. iconic like the Kardashians. Like well, you know, it's about the same age as Edinburgh's current branding. So, you know, mm. we could, we, yeah, they're probably bedfellows. I quite enjoy going over the Queensferry Crossing because then I'm like into well the Sea Life Centre, uh, but then I'm kind of like in Edinburgh and I get to like be like oh Secret Squirrel John's in Edinburgh, <laughs> Agent Anderson reporting, it's good fun. Uh, but anywho, we have waffled enough. That is an hour. You have got your fill of this freemium content. If you so desire to come and join us for Patreon, where we will have a wee sweary but some of the nonsense that is tickled us over the last wee while um come and join us it'll be good but otherwise it has been an absolute pleasure it is good night from me uh, good night oh just Johnny. very quickly the all black home shirt pays homage again to the club's history to mark the 150th anniversary of glasgow district rugby union the amateur team which the glo- from which the Glasgow yeah. Warriors fans know and love today was formed in the 1990s. They've got G, uh, they've got like the 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 um, yeah. letters on it, haven't they? They've had them for a wee while. A striking new yeah. away shirt. They've put away in bold here. <laughs> a striking new away shirt. It's also my kettle by, off, Johnny. Uh, <laughs> oh my. <laughs> by by a famous era in the club's history. Recalling the Glasgow Caledonian side of the late 1990s. How dare you pretend that that's Glasgow's history? <laughs> <laughs> well, we, we were on outros at that point. So, good night. It's goodbye from me and goodbye from Johnny. Those of you on Patreon, you will be back. Come and Sorry, join us for this. This has, got, this has got legs. And when we return next week, Johnny will be an Edinburgh fan. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm-